Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Harder to Kill podcast. I'm your host, Coach Shannon. This week with me on the pod is Chloe Lackey. Hey, guys. Hi. <laughs> I'm super excited to have you back on. So this is take two. Yeah, take two. Um, I actually went back and listened to your original episode that mm-hmm. we recorded. Man, I should have looked up the number of it so people oh, could go back to it. I can probably look. I have it pulled up, actually. I oh, think. you do? Yeah. I uh-huh. I listened to it yet re-listened to it yesterday. Um, Chloe's gonna tell us the number here in just a second. And uh, I am just absolutely blown away. So I, we recorded it last May, like it was kind of like the end of May, I think. Uh huh. Yeah. I don't think we did. Was it Murph? Uh, I don't think we did that yet, though. No, I don't think we had done Murph yet. Did you do Murph last year? Number 43. Okay, there you go. Okay, go back to the Harder to Kill podcast. Number 43, if you want to get a really good idea of where Chloe has come from, we'll recap a little bit. But I think think there's a difference in the way that you even talked about yourself Uh that I think even if we do a recap, it's just not going to come across. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because you talked about yourself at your present point in time. Mm -hmm. And that's way different than like where you're at right now. Oh, yeah. I agree. So like I think if people have time, they should go back and listen to just the difference in how you talked about like the things that you were doing. Mm -hmm. So basically, do you want to give us a just like a quick recap of like how you and like why you started your fitness journey you don't have to get super deep into it because if people really want to know we've already they said can, it <laughs> yeah yeah they can just listen to the one before yeah um so originally really I was oblivious as to how overweight I was and then I just decided all right I gotta get my shit together and were you oblivious by choice not choice I mean, um, is that how you, I think, I think in the last one you said like, it was kind of traumatic for you. So you just sort of like ignored it basically. Uh That's so like head in the sand kind of just, if I just ignore this, I don't have to think about it or worry about it. That's kind of where the state you were in. Yeah. That's how it was. Yeah. Like after high school or even in high school, that's how I was like, even if people were to say comments, be like, okay, well that's on you that I don't know like some of my friends they would joke around someone they were like oh big hoss lackey or something Mm -hmm. and say like that and I would just be like okay I mean if you want to call me that that's totally fine (laughs) like I didn't I mean I just like didn't care yeah you know so you kind of just were like this is who I am so it's just like you just kind of came to you were like to terms with it basically Uh yeah Mm -hmm. you're like oh this is who I am and so if people were like commenting on it or talking about it, you were just like, yeah, yeah. This, oh, well, just the way it is. <laughs> Get used to it. I don't yeah. <laughs> so then I remember you telling me that it was your birthday and your birthday's in March. Yeah. So when I went to Tennessee, all my friends, they wanted to go on this hike or whatever. I just didn't want to go. And it's not it's not because I didn't want to go because it would have been like, you know, pretty and whatever. I didn't want to go because it was just going to be like a hike. Physically, it yeah. would have been really hard for you. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't want to come off at, not come off, but I didn't want to be like, 
oh, holding my friends back. Mm -hmm. So I just didn't go and I missed out on that. And it's not that I didn't want to go. It's just more of like, well, I couldn't really. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was something to where you couldn't just ignore that. It was like in your face. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you were like, is this how I want to live? Like, right. Like right. every time and someone wants to go on a hike or do something like this, am I, mm-hmm. do I have to say no? Right. <laughs> like I just, well, okay. And it's not that, it's not that I couldn't do those things either. I didn't want to do those things yeah. either. I feel like I just backtracked. I just, I just lied to myself. I don't know. <laughs> like you didn't want to go because of your current physical state. Mm-hmm. You wanted to be able to go, but because of your physical state like you know that you can't go yeah so you just tell yourself well I don't want to do those things anyway Uh uh-huh like even now um now I go I go on walks like by myself Mm -hmm. and I want to do like all of these things like my me and my friends we took a trip what did we do we went to Colorado Mm -hmm. in August of last year and they like just wanted to sit around the house and I was like no, let's go river rafting. Let's go zip lining. Let's go for a hike and let's do all this stuff. And they just like, they don't want to do that. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. So it kind of like flipped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about the timeline really quick. So okay. that was March of 2020 that you went on your birthday trip to Tennessee. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now it's June, 2022. Right. So you kind of had your realization a little more than two years ago, mm-hmm. and then you actually started on the journey with us here at WCFM in July. I remember listening to the pod and you said that it was July. Um, like you started with Peyton in July. September. Oh, September? Yeah. Uh-huh. What'd you do in July? I don't know. <laughs> oh, what, why am I thinking July then? Did July? Oh, I know what it was. In July, you said that you weren't going to buy any more junk food. And as soon as you ate it all, oh, it was going to be gone after yeah, that. Yeah, July was, that's when I went to California. Oh, that's okay. That's when I went to California and I started like actually tracking my food like on my own. Mm-hmm. And that's when I had decided that I was, once I ate all of that junk food, I wasn't buying it again. Yeah. And then, okay. That so then at some point you must have decided you wanted to get help. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. you started with, cause I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. <laughs> so you started with Peyton in September of 2020. Uh huh. So you're coming up getting pretty close to like two years on this journey. Yeah. So when I talked to you on the podcast last year, it was May. And so mm-hmm. you'd been on the journey for like nine months. You had lost like 85 pounds, 85. Yep. Mm-hmm. You were talking about how like you were just starting to kind of getting into some running. You were mm-hmm. just starting to get some like burpees and yeah like stuff like that. I remember I shared a post of you doing like a snatch or something. I think it was all kind of around that same time when Uh I did the podcast with you, I was kind of like highlighting you and, um, you were like starting to snatch 85 pounds and 95 pounds. And you were like kind of starting to like figure some stuff out and like get better. But from a year ago until now you're down like way more, (laughs) Um, so as of, as of today, I did weigh in today and I am down 138 pounds from my initial yeah. weight. That's yeah. mind blowing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's another like person. Yeah. <laughs> what is that? Can you like, what is that? What's that like? 
Like, what are you, how are you like feeling now? Oh, I feel great. I love life and it, I don't know. I really, I was so, so like, even in high school, I was so confident with myself and outside of high school, still like confident. I was just oblivious or like, I just didn't care mm-hmm. about anything. So like mentality wise, I am in such a great place mm-hmm. now. And before I would just like, I don't know, I would just deal with it in the moment. Yeah, I guess. But like now I feel so healthy and even though like I'm still overweight, mm-hmm. but it's more of like, wow, I can do all of these things opposed to, man, I don't want to. Do it's a lot more things. manageable weight to be at, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100 percent. I think before. Well, and I told you I sent a message to Kyle and Payne when I went to like the doctor and um my starting weight, I would, I, even in the message, I was like, whoa, like how, how was I even living? How how was I alive? How was I functioning? But it, I don't know. I just kind of dealt with it in Mm -hmm. the moment. Yeah. Now you don't have to deal with it anymore. Yeah. Now it's, um, well, even when people say things too, they're like, well, Chloe, you do, you do CrossFit. You can do all that. Or, they give me a jar to open. They're like, give it to Chloe. She'll open it or something like that. <laughs> just things that people say. I'm like, did did you really need to say that? Like, does that really matter? I don't know. Does it need to be brought up all the time? Yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think people do a lot of things without really thinking, yeah. you know, and most people aren't, especially like your friends and stuff and like mm-hmm. your family members, they're not really setting out to like be offensive yeah but people don't always think about the things they're saying you know and then like if you just flipped it back on them and just be like why can't you open this jar like why Uh are you physically incapable like and how does that make you any better than me I feel like it makes you worse you know (laughs) like if you're physically incapable of doing stuff like whether you're overweight or not, like uh-huh. there's plenty of people who aren't overweight that are still physically incapable of doing basic stuff. Yeah. You know? So it's like, I think you need to be can, a physically capable person. <laughs> everyone can like have a negative thing to say about everything. Yeah. And I just, I just choose to, you know, to not ignore do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> so from last year until now, I know you've done things like, well, you became a homeowner. Yeah. So that's something that's like a big step. Uh-huh. It was my one year of being a homeowner, I think, yesterday. Yeah. Actually. So that's a big step for like adulting and taking yeah. care of yourself. Uh-huh. And then um, I was trying to think of some of the other things before we we're going to do this podcast. I know when we did the Harder to Kill camp. Uh-huh. You are my team. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like that was something that you did that was kind of outside your comfort zone. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And we had sense. to do so much stuff for that. <laughs> I really didn't know what I was getting myself into. But like no none one of did. us did. Yeah, <laughs> no one did. But also at the same time, it was just a lot of things that I don't think not that I wasn't capable of doing, but it wasn't like my comfortable zone of doing and I really thought that all of what we were going to be doing was workouts at the gym like Uh I didn't think we were leaving the gym (laughs) so I thought we were just going to be doing a ton of like just weird random workouts Uh but 
no, we had to run. And we didn't even run. The I just realized we ran like maybe the first lap, that first lap around. I got you to run woods. like 800 meters. Okay. <laughs> nice. I was like, Chloe, let's run this part because it's flat or whatever. Uh -huh. And, I was and like, then oh, okay. once we got back into the woods, you were like, let's walk now. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and I, that was fine with me. I didn't care to run that and, and die either. Uh -huh. Like running's not my strong suit. Well, that um, was hot. It was October, but it was hot. It was really hot that day. The uh -huh. bugs were horrible. And, um, you know, it was like in the woods. So it wasn't, you weren't, you didn't really like run, run it. There uh -huh. were places where you could run, but like yeah. most of it was sort of like, you had to like kind of watch where you were going and uh -huh. stuff. And, um, yeah, it just, it wasn't a competition. So like, I didn't really care whether you wanted to walk or yeah. run or whatever. I, I think it was good for you. Um, at that point in time, I don't know if you were still doing a ton of running. I remember when we talked on the last podcast, you were just starting to run like a yeah. little bit, like 200 meters at a time. Like that I was sort scaling of a thing. the running. Um, so last May I was scaling the running a lot. And then probably like throughout the summer, I, wasn't scaling as much but still was I don't know if it was short enough then I didn't scale it but if it was longer I know I didn't run 200s all last summer yeah like if it was more if it was 200 or more I scaled it yeah um but and we did the harder to kill camp like October 4th October. or 2nd or yeah like the very uh -huh. first weekend of October yeah and so you had just started running basically in May and yeah. So you were doing like short little bursts of running basically uh -huh, like all summer. summer. And yeah. so by like October, like I would say you still hadn't really built up like you're running all uh -huh. that much. Right. Um, but I think the harder to kill camp is a good place to kind of like talk about to kind of see your, um, evolution because yeah. so if you guys are like, what was the, what's the harder to kill camp? Like if you're newer to the gym, go back, search some of the episodes where we talk about it. We recap it. I mean, it, we dove into it like so much cause it was like such a thing and we had such a good turnout. And, um, but one of the things from that, that I remember you doing was the burpees that we had to do. <laughs> so one of the, we did do workouts in the gym. Well, mm -hmm. the first thing we did was that hike run slash, what would you call that? I have no idea. It was like a cross country trail <laughs> or something. I don't know. We did cross country running. <laughs> and then, um, and then we had a bike a for bike. 18 miles. Yeah. And Chloe had the shittiest bike. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry to whoever she got that from. Cause I picked My that mom. up for you. Okay. Sorry, Lynn. I picked that up, but it was not a good bike for Chloe. Um, no, I think it's, it's a joy ride bike. It's not like a Okay, uh -huh. let's bike 15 miles kind of bike. And I struggled ride. with the bike too. And we did get rides from John. Uh-huh. Yeah. But you did ride most of the bike I miles. Did. Well, I went from all the, what's that park down there? Musser? Musser Park? Yeah. Yeah. I did that all the way here. Uh -huh. So, I mean, that was fine. But I took my time. You did. I but it was also pitch black. So It was pitch black. I couldn't see for shit. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> Even Kyle, I come out of the thing and Kyle's in the van. He's like, I was wondering where you were. And I was like, I'm, I'm just, you know, trying to ride a bike. Yeah. Oh no. <laughs> just going along, yeah. Kyle. <laughs> I made it back. Like you made it back. Yeah. Um, so once you got back from the bike ride, I can't remember all the chain of events cause it's been a while, but, mm -hmm. uh, we ended up doing a bunch of workouts in the gym Yeah. and we had to do them like as a team. And one of the workouts was, I think all of the workouts were like seven minutes. Yeah. And 
it was like you had like so much work you had to get done in that seven minute time period Uh or it was like a yes no situation like did you finish the work yes did you not finish the work no and obviously everybody's goal is to finish, to finish. the work yeah. right so yeah. it wasn't a competition though but like still you wanted to like yeah. nobody wants to you say no to get the points <laughs> yeah no yeah. Way, nobody wants to like not finish it uh-huh so I think actually no I was thinking maybe that factored into like some other stuff but I don't remember anyways one of the workouts was we had to do 70 burpees yeah. and you had to get them done in the seven minutes yep I remember when I think it was when you came back and said that I literally I looked like a what is that deer in the headlights? Yeah, I was like, are are you serious? You were instantly like, no, no, yeah, this is not happening. Yeah, because burpees have always were always like a struggle too. Yeah, like you did a lot of scaling of burpees, like reps, um, like jumping and downs. stuff. Like you would do up downs or you would do like less burpees per the workout. I remember you not doing like the burpee over the bar and like jumping and stuff like that I would do in place yeah yeah like burpees in place and that Mm -hmm. sort of stuff so I know that that was a huge mental breakthrough for you because we pushed you the Mm -hmm. the four the three of us it was me Peyton Maria I did and Chloe was crying but (laughs) (laughs) she still kept doing burpees it wasn't because I couldn't do them though it was because I knew each you three were doing fine and you could like get through it. Just I just fine. want to point out, I was not doing fine. My legs were super cramping oh, okay. and it was actually horrible, oh. but like physically my physical fitness. Mm-hmm. Yes. I can do 70 burpees yeah. in seven minutes, but it Me was, on the other hand, I could, I, I no, was, was in the pain think. cave with that. My yeah. legs were cramping and hurting so bad that actually it was I was afraid any second that I stood that I came up that my quad was going to cramp and Maria had already cramped like twice Twice, yeah or did she cramp after that I don't know well she she cramped at least once by then yeah Uh so anyways I was just like terrified that I was going to like go into these horrible cramps so um so I was not physically like I know what you're saying though what you're saying is I the three of us are capable of doing the 70 burpees. Whereas that is something you had never done before. I had never. Yeah. Nope. (laughs) And I was like, and Peyton did such a good job. She said it every single time. Okay. Down. All right. Now Chloe, just step, stand right back up. And yeah, she She talked the entire entire time. Every single I probably would not. I probably would have laid on the ground. I don't think any of us, I don't think any of us would have kept going. Like I said, I bet Maria was in a similar state as me because if Mm -hmm. she didn't cramp before that workout, it was right after. after, So she was cramping bad too. Mm -hmm. Um, and I was cramping, but not to the point where I couldn't keep moving. Uh-huh. And then you had never done 70 burpees before. And yeah. then Peyton's over here like, uh, I drank my electrolytes <laughs> and was completely hydrated, you fools. And so <laughs> she, she was like, she was like, I had to take point on uh-huh. that. And so yeah. she was like counting for us. And it was mm-hmm. no joke. Every single rep. Like when we say she counted every rep and every, every rep, she was rep. like, stand back up every Uh rep keep going almost Uh there let's get the next one every single time she was like 32 stand up all right let's go all right 33 the whole time Uh (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then I remember looking up at the clock I'm like we're gonna make it let's go like last 10 come on (laughs) and so I feel like that was a huge I feel like that was a well you tell me was that a breakthrough for you to be able to like do that camp and then all the freaking 
bullshit we had to go through. For yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I just, again, like I was just taking it in, in the moment. And I mean, even Maria, a couple weeks later, she's like, so are you going to do it next year? And I'm like, no, I don't <laughs> think so. I did it once. Like, that's fine. I don't need to do it again. I actually. feel like that's asking a woman if she wants to have another baby right yeah. after she just had a baby. Most of the time we're all like, no, I'm not doing that ever again. And, and then, then like they get pregnant. Then you forget about it. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that was super yeah. fun. I can do that. Again. I love that's babies. <laughs> I don't know. I don't you're, know. You're so much more physically capable. <clears throat> yeah, very true. So you did that. And that was like in the fall of mm-hmm. 2021. Um what other things like kind of have you done since then? Cause now you're running, like, how'd you do Murph this year? Did you run two miles? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I did it. The only thing I scaled was the, what was it? Hand release. I did hand release pushups and the pull-ups, jumping, jumping pull-ups. pull-ups. Yeah. We talked about pull-ups on the last episode and, um, I felt bad because I said something about six months and I should have, like, I know that it takes longer than six months to get a pull-up. Mm-hmm. I just think that I was just, like, well, talking out of my Well, it's different for everyone. Like, yeah. I mean, someone. I don't know why I said that. They impulse. Like, it's how much you can, like, pull down. Yeah. I saw it on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, we're <laughs> in the TikTok game. The I saw on TikTok, they were, someone was saying, so how I got a pull-up was I just used the whatever machine it is that you use. You the lap pull-down down machine. Yeah. Uh-huh. And they just worked up to their body weight. I think they make they did. also pull-up machines. They do. Oh, but they I, do assisted pull-up machines. I am yeah. not well-versed in the Globo gym machines because yeah. I've been doing CrossFit for 10 years. <laughs> yeah, I know. So. We, well, me and Leandra went to um, the Y when we didn't have power here one time at like 5 o'clock in the morning. Oh, yeah. And I told Leandra, I was like, yeah, I'm never coming here again. I, <laughs> I may be biased, but I like our gym. Yeah. So. I do like didn't know anything what was going on there and there were so many people oh my god I was overwhelmed by how many people there that yeah were there. well plus you weren't planning on like doing any of that that was no. like a last minute thing because mm-hmm. I don't I do remember that that was random that the power was out at the gym yeah I don't know I think it was still on. out at 8 30 mm-hmm. we had some sort of yeah but you guys had daylight you know yeah we had some kind of some kind of so prolonged prolonged power outage but I want to say I want to say that at 8.30, the power was still out, but it came on like right at the opportune time to like oh. have music because uh-huh. I feel like it all came on like at nine. Oh, so then we <laughs> could like, like at the beginning of the workout. Yeah, basically have music for the workout. But I feel mm-hmm. like the beginning of the class was had no it was the lights were all off oh, and yeah. we had no um, power. But then it like came on sometime during that class. I'm almost sure of that. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> That's, that's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, um, I don't remember what I was saying. You were saying that you hated the Y. Oh yeah. Yeah. And you're never going yeah. back cause you like our gym. Yep. I like this gym. So <laughs> talk to us a little bit about like how your mentality and your life has changed since coming here. Because like, I think a big thing that happens to a lot of people is they start like seeing some success, mm-hmm. but then they have either some sort of setback or they get comfortable and uh-huh. they're not able to like maintain. But I feel like you've been just slowly maintaining your weight loss this entire time. Mm-hmm. Have you had any like setbacks or anything that's like, yeah. Okay. So, um, it was around Thanksgiving time, 2021. And so it was just this past Thanksgiving, 
I had weighed in at 219. Mm-hmm. And um, then like since then, even beginning of May, I was still like at 217, 219. All my spring semester of school was draining. So, and I was still working my full-time schedule. So the last like this last month, maybe two months, I've really like kicked back into things mm-hmm. and I'm getting lower on my uh on the scale. Weight loss. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like getting back in the groove of things. But for all of those months and then the holidays and then I went on my birthday trip, all of that time I was just in a rut and I just like didn't care. Mm-hmm. So um December, January, February, March, April. I was kind of not with it mm-hmm. on like health wise. Well, n- more like nutrition. I was still coming to the gym um, five, well, six times a week. And um, I mean, I was hitting my protein goal and drinking my water, but I wasn't dialed in. Mm-hmm. Like well. on your calories and like yeah. that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah, it was really the month of May. I was work. I was working actually eighty hour weeks because I was subbing. I subbed for three weeks, mm-hmm. and it was kindergartners, and oh. they're wild, <laughs> um, to say the least. And I had a couple behavior kids, so that's just another like you don't know. It's another stressor. Yeah, yeah. you don't know how difficult it is until you actually do it Mm -hmm. to have behavior kids like that and then I was I also kept my 40-hour full-time job I was Mm -hmm. working those weeks so getting and I came to the gym I don't know how I came to the gym 515 let's say you went at 515 yeah (laughs) I went at 515 I taught from eight to four and then worked five to nine and I just did that for three weeks Mm -hmm. and it was I was literally on the verge of like mental breakdown. Mm -hmm. Not going to lie. I just, I don't know. Had to make it to the end of the school year. Yeah. Made it to the end of the school year. Mm -hmm. And then, so now the last like month you've been able to like have some more time. Last month I have more time. Although the last um, week I got two puppies. So that's great. (laughs) Just go from zero Uh, to two. Just skip over just having one. Apparently. (laughs) So, um, I kind of went like full for it. Like, I don't know. I think I've managed since then I managed those, those three weeks fine. Like Mm -hmm. I lived, Yeah. maybe I didn't do it the best I could, but I lived, Mm -hmm. I got through it. So since I got those three weeks through fine, I feel like now if I'm just sitting on the couch watching a movie, I just, I don't know. I just don't feel like I'm doing anything. So like it's hard for you to relax now yeah. because you're like, oh, I need it's to be really, busy, busy, busy. Yeah, really hard for me to relax. Yeah, or even if I do, I like, I'm like, man, I could have done something else. But I do that to myself constantly. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, well, and it sucks too because then, well, now the time, the time's done. I don't have the time anymore to do that thing that I could have done during the time that I was doing nothing. I know. So it's like. But sometimes okay. you need to do nothing. It's really hard yeah. to know when it's okay to do nothing and how long you should do nothing for. Mm-hmm. Have I been doing nothing for too long? Yeah. And then you're like, your nothing time where you're doing nothing is not even relaxing because uh-huh. the whole time you're like, 
well, I should do something else. Or you'll be like, okay, 10 more minutes. I'm going to like get up. And then you like, don't, and then you don't, and then you don't. And then it's just like, you just keep getting like worse and worse. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely know what you mean Mm -hmm. about that. Cause you just feel like you should always be busy. And if you're not busy, you're just like wasting time, but you also need downtime. Yeah, so how do you convince yourself often. it's okay to have downtime? You know what I mean? Because yeah. when you do have downtime, you're like, oh, I should go for a walk. Well, uh-huh. is that really downtime? Like, <laughs> Is it? Is it downtime? Sometimes I really enjoy a walk. And yeah. so, yes, it can be kind of therapeutic yeah. and downtime. But it's not if I feel like I have to do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like if I know that I'm going to have an hour wait for my kids to have like a lesson or like a practice or something, uh-huh. I unless I have to run an errand, then I'll be like, oh, this is a good opportunity to just listen to a podcast, go for a walk. Mm-hmm. I don't push my pace. I think if you're trying to push your pace and like break a sweat on your walk, then it's not a right. It's not a therapeutic walk anymore. No. So I like to go for walks to where I can walk at a slow pace and I can just take in my scenery, listen to my podcast and just enjoy the time outside. Yeah. Then, then I, I consider that to be downtime. Mm-hmm. But if I'm like, it's replacing a workout or something like that, or I feel like I have to, then that's not like downtime anymore. We're going to take a break for just a second. Okay. Okay. We're back. Uh, I had to take a little bit of a break there. So, okay. We were talking about how I asked you about consistency. How have you managed to stay consistent and keep losing this weight over time? Cause now you're basically coming up on like a two year journey of this. Mm -hmm. And it seems pretty natural that you would have like ups and downs with it. So you're just kind of talking about how you went through a period where, um, you struggled a little bit. Sounds like you pretty much maintained. You yeah. didn't do a ton of damage. <laughs> no, there were, there definitely were times where like, obviously I went to Vegas for my birthday. So I probably, I gained weight. Um, but it wasn't like anything too drastic where it really ma- mattered, I guess, or mm-hmm. went down on me mentality wise, mm-hmm. but, um, maintaining, I think it just, gets easier once you start those like healthy habits it gets easier and like what what's the word um like you just do them routine like Mm -hmm. I mean someone even when I have like family functions and stuff I take my own food because I mean I don't know what's in what everyone else is making but I also have what I want Mm -hmm. too so um when it's so funny we talked about this earlier actually um so recently there was like a couple birthdays or whatever and my family they bless their hearts um I love my family they (laughs) but whenever there's something that has to do with like a cookout or if someone is making something they're like well Chloe can you have this or they're like well we can make a I can make a keto version of it and I'm like no don't do anything if if I'm if I can't have it or if I choose not to have it I'll just not have it like don't change what you're doing I mean it's not about that you can't have stuff yeah yeah either yeah I mean I still eat everything yeah (laughs) I think I texted I texted my cousin and I was like no don't worry about it I eat all foods yeah (laughs) don't you don't have to make anything keto I that's not nope you don't even do keto no yeah (laughs) so I just I I I know know you don't eat keto because you eat rice krispie treats that As is your yep. pre-workout. My pre-workout which every I love. time is a Rice Krispie treat. Yep. Yeah. 
That's not keto, in case anyone's wondering. No. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, so your food stuff, I feel like when I talk to you a lot about it, you're just always you do like meal prepping, like mm-hmm. plan ahead. Well, you definitely pay attention to like calories. You do yeah. like to have your snacks and uh-huh. sweets and stuff like that. You just plan it ahead. Like you just know. I just know like what I'm going to be having. Yeah. I definitely, I log my food and I pre-log it um, as much as I can. Sometimes it's, I don't have the right stuff in my fridge. So I'm like, okay, well then I'll just switch it out for something else. Yeah. But, um, oh, I was just going to say something. Okay. So last, last year. Mm-hmm. I was meal prepping and I was like meal prepping like every single food. And I think that like helped me a lot initially. So I ate the same thing throughout the week, like for breakfast, lunch and dinner. Yeah. And snacks, I would switch up every once in a while. But so that helped me. I mean, that like initially started. That's how I like went down. It simplified it a lot for you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Now what I do is I make a pound of ground chicken and I just have it in my fridge and then I cook up salmon and I cook up rice and I just have those things in my fridge and then I like just switch things up. Like your sides, veggies, like whatever you want to have. Yeah. Uh So since you took all that time to learn and meal prep, Uh you don't really have to do it as much anymore. It's much more second nature of like, it was even yeah. yesterday yesterday I had made I'd made my lunch. I had eggs, but I had made my lunch and then I had also made ground chicken, salmon, rice, like all within an hour. Mm-hmm. Opposed to last year, I would have made certain recipes for each day and then that would have taken me probably like four or five hours yeah so so you like cut it down to where you don't need a meal prep ahead for an entire week right you might meal prep some staples uh-huh. and then you just kind of mix those in as you see fit yeah like kind of as you're like oh i feel like eating ground chicken today uh-huh. instead of yeah that makes sense i i can see why you just need to simplify a lot when you first uh-huh. start and so it makes it super simple if you just I'm um, meal prepping my breakfast, my lunch, and my dinner for the full week. And then you don't have to think about it and it's planned yeah. ahead. Uh-huh. And you don't have to worry like about what you're going to pick at the last minute about having the right stuff, the wrong stuff. Mm-hmm. And, but, but now you know a lot more about what fits within what you want to eat. Yeah. And so you can be a little bit more like free with uh-huh. it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. That's, that's really helpful. Mm-hmm. Um, to just, you know, you have two years of coming up on like mm-hmm. two years of education, you know what yeah. I mean? So that, that goes a long way to helping you be able to also, I mean, I guess you can tell me, but like, do you feel like you're on a quote unquote diet? No, I see. You just, this is your lifestyle, right? Like this is Uh just how I eat now. I even (laughs) like my mom, my mom or my aunt, they have said, well, Chloe's on a special diet. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I don't use that word. Actually, that's a negative word. I don't say diet at all. It's not in my vocabulary. Yeah. Uh, and then my aunt's like, oh yeah, it's a lifestyle change. I forgot. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, well, why do you keep forgetting yeah. lady? Uh-huh. <laughs> what do you mean? What yeah. do you mean? I'm on a special diet. Like yeah. I just try to eat healthy, bro. Uh-huh. <laughs> Well, like the, consistently eat healthier. I just try to make not, better choices. Why is that not like the norm? You yeah. Know? Like why is it so um, different or why is it, why do people like notice it more that you're eating healthy opposed to like, I don't know, eating Cheetos and 
Doritos, whatever. Yeah, like it's okay pudding. to just eat like, junk food. It's yeah. super normalized. Uh-huh. I know I talked about that. I've talked about that before on the pod with like the, which I know that there's a huge debate over the self-checkout. Okay. Mm-hmm. I get it. <laughs> but I like self-checkout because the cashiers don't comment on what I am purchasing. On what you're purchasing, yeah. They don't say stuff to you like they said to my husband one time about where's his cookies and chips and like uh-huh. pop and stuff. And he was like, uh, I don't buy that don't sort buy of food. Yeah. Like you would ever ask someone where their vegetables are if they were buying a bunch of junk food. Are you going to be like, oh, no veggies? <laughs> yeah. No rice? No, you're not going to say shit. You know what I mean? I just don't need the judgment from a uh-huh. cashier of like what I'm purchasing. Yeah. So I kind of like the self-checkout just because like there's no one to ask you about what you're buying. Yeah. I like self-checkout when I only have maybe like two or three things. Yeah. But. When you have a lot of stuff, it is kind of annoying. Uh-huh. And the last time we did self-checkout, I was with Isabel, my oldest daughter. And she wanted to scan all of the items. Mm-hmm. And... I was being very patient, which is not normally a thing that I do. Yeah. I really wanted to like rush her along and she was driving me crazy because then she accidentally scanned something twice and then yeah. you have to wait for them to come over and uh-huh. delete the item. And it wasn't an expensive item. And I just straight up told her, I'm like, well, I'm just buying two. Yeah. I'll just buy two. It's fine. <laughs> I actually made her go get another one. I just like, just go get another one. <laughs> Whatever it was. I can't remember. I think it was like a box of coffee or something like, oh, I'll drink that anyway. Just go okay. get another one. Yeah. So anyway, she comes back after like getting that and she's like, um, I think that I'm going, this is like really slow, mom. I'm like going really slow. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. You are. You are. It would have been faster if this was the other way around. If I Uh was scanning it, you were bagging, but it's okay. (laughs) Just go with the flow. (laughs) So that's the, that's the thing about self, self self-checkout is usually it's not faster. Uh Uh-huh. To just because you now you're doing everything yourself, you know right. what I mean. It just kind of depends on where you're at. Well, and I see it as well. Walmart's not paying me to do this. This isn't my job. I know so. that's the debate that it's like. Yeah, I don't work when here. it's like two or three things. Yeah. That's why I said I'm. I'm yeah. like okay. I'm gonna do this faster than the other yeah. person. I don't want to wait in line. But if I have a cart full, it's like okay, they work here. I yeah. don't. So you still have to put everything on the belt. And the only thing they do is scan it and drop uh-huh. it in a bag. Yeah. You still have to do all the other things. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Anyway, let's not get into okay. that debate. It does not matter <laughs> at all, at all. But what you're talking about is the people you surround yourself with and whether they're like supportive yeah. of your lifestyle. Uh huh. And I don't know. You had said that like you'd been going on these vacations with these friends and stuff like that. Yeah. And now it's like, now that you've made this lifestyle change, have you also had to make friendship change and like people, ch- like people in your life? You know what yeah. I mean? So I, when, okay. So when we did podcast last time, I was talking about our trip, my birthday trip to Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And then after that, the same group of friends, we went to Colorado a couple months later. Mm-hmm. And so that group of friends, they're a solid group of friends. And they all, they're all doing great. I mean, I think mm-hmm. I don't really talk to them anymore. Mm-hmm. And, um, there's maybe like one or two that I have a conversation, like a deep, like good conversation, I guess with them. But the rest of them, I mean, I don't know. I, the, we just don't have those similar interests anymore. I yeah. guess they want to, well, I guess I don't know what they want to do, but at the time, um, they would, go out all the time and I am all for that go out and drink do whatever but I also don't 
want to feel that way. You mm-hmm. know, I don't want to make that a priority mm-hmm. of mine anyway. So I just haven't gone out. And actually what a huge turning point was, was I deleted Snapchat. Ooh. So why'd you delete Snapchat? Yeah, it was toxic and um very not i was not good mentally at all the um well for starters i would talk to boys that i shouldn't have talked to and Mm -hmm. then friends if my friends like went out and didn't invite me then i like got really in my head about it Mm -hmm. and what which ultimately it's like okay go i don't care yeah but at the same time it's like man they didn't invite me yeah that kind of sucks but they didn't invite you for you to be like no i don't want to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing seeing all that and then talking to the people that i just know i shouldn't have been talking to um i decided to delete snapchat and since then like literally that's the form of communication for yeah. pe- for my peers anyway so I'm aware I have a teenage daughter and that yeah. is also how she communicates with uh-huh. all of her friends. Yeah. And I am, I don't know. It was like a couple weeks I had said, I was like, man, I really like, I feel like I'm not that I'm like above this, but like, I feel like I'm past the Snapchat era. Like kind of having know. to like check your phone all the time and always be yeah. messaging and that and sort I of stuff. Yeah. I yeah. don't want to do that. Yeah. Like you're sort of beyond that Uh I get it yeah you you do you grow out of that especially when you know you already said like you were working a lot and Uh how do you gonna have time for that I feel like you're a person like you're you have like these goals and you're realizing things that like distract you from these goals and then you're Mm -hmm. just like oh I'm just not gonna do that anymore (laughs) the yeah and that was I mean that was also another turning point of like that's when I decided like I wasn't gonna go out all the time because I was I would go out literally every weekend and I mean, I would hang out with these people and it's not like those people are bad either. It's just, they didn't, um, like the behavior just didn't align with like, with what I was, what you want to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, Mm -hmm. I can understand that. Um, I myself have, I mean, I'm way older and I've made the choice, you know, I don't completely cut out alcohol, but I made the choice to like quit binge drinking uh-huh. um, because especially getting older, binge drinking was just having a lot more of a negative effect on me. Yeah. And I think if you're someone who's really trying to stay on top of your nutrition, binge drinking is going to be your undoing. Uh-huh. You're never going to get to your goals because it takes days, like days yeah. out of your week. Mm-hmm. And as you know, if you aren't consistent every day for weeks, you're not going to move the needle. You're not going right. to make any progress. Mm-hmm. And so if you're spending two days binge drinking every week, you don't recover from that for two more days past that. And now this is four out of the three days mm-hmm. of your week that is around this alcohol. And yeah. whereas you think like, oh, I'm just going to go out for a few hours in the evening or whatever. And it's mm-hmm going to be fine, but it affects all your decision-making leading up to it, all your decision-making during it. And then all your decision-making for the next day or possibly two, because of the way that your body is feeling, you can't exercise, right? You're probably hung over. So you're not going to eat, right? It's not that great. Like it's not a great experience. Yeah. (laughs) You're most likely not going to eat like 
for an entire day because right. you're going to have an ups- upset stomach or you're yeah. going to eat very minimal. Or if you do eat, you're going to eat like pizza and cheeseburgers. Uh-huh. And so while like it can be fun, yeah, it's something like fun when you're younger is like super important. Like, yeah. oh, I need to be having fun all <laughs> the time. But once you kind of grow up to a point to where like you have a house and responsibilities and a mm-hmm. job and you're trying to go to school, like fun starts becoming something that happens less often yeah. and you're like, okay with it. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm okay with not, I'm okay. Like with you want to have fun out. sometimes. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. you know, well, and that's, that's you have what vacations happened too. planned. Yeah. I go on vacation and I enjoy my time there, but I mean that even I just randomly had wanted a pool day with a friend and well, we drank like a lot. Mm-hmm. It was a, it was bad. I, I, but anyway, the next day I had lost like five pounds in one day yeah. because of all of the dehydration and I didn't eat anything. Yeah. So that was just, you know, a whole nother experience, which that was just like a couple of weeks ago, but mm-hmm. that's, it's literally not going to happen for probably over a year. Again. Yeah. So, I mean, I think like, it's fine to do that sometimes and yeah. it's a good reminder yeah. Of like, of oh, why what? I don't, I don't do this all the time. Yeah. <laughs> why this is a very rare occurrence for me yeah. is, uh-huh. is because this is the type of stuff that's going to happen around it. And, yeah. you know, it can sometimes kind of lead to a downward spiral, right? Because like once you kind of open Pandora's box with it, like you could easily just be back to doing it all the time yeah. again, uh-huh. you know? And, um, I, a lot of people, like when you talk about cutting out certain foods or Mm -hmm. cutting out certain alcohol or certain activities, Uh then people will say stuff like, well, you're just, you're sucking the fun out of your life. Or like, why are you taking the last thing that I enjoy and like taking that thing away from me? And so maybe find some other fun things that I think, (laughs) I think a, yeah, you need to really reevaluate like, Uh is this fun or do I just think, think that it's, that it's fun. But is it actually fun? Is this actually serving me? Uh-huh. You know, is this actually is this actually accomplishing the goal that I want to accomplish, which is like to maybe like have fun mm-hmm. or to feel relaxed or to feel good about myself? Like, is that actually serving that purpose? And mm-hmm. I think a lot of times you're going to find out, especially things that are more like destructive, like binge drinking and stuff. I think you're going to find that it's probably not doing what you think that it's doing. Right. But I personally don't want to be a person that completely just cuts it out. Yeah. I just want to be a person who can enjoy it in small doses. Uh-huh. And so far I've been able to do that much yeah. better over the last couple of years. The uh-huh. last time I really, really drank a lot was on my birthday when I turned 40 and yeah. that was over a year ago. <laughs> so I feel like I'm finally growing up you guys. But, um, and that's another thing though, too, is that like, I don't know when friends ask if they, if I want to go out and I'm like, eh, no, I don't really want to do that. Yeah. Then they're like, oh, what happened? Like they're yeah. like surprised that I don't want to go out or, um, there's also, I don't know. Never mind. Like, you're just like, I just grew up. You know yeah. what I mean? Like I'm growing up. I don't want to do that stuff all the time. I want to be with people who want to do stuff that I want to do. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I really so, want my like experiences to, you know, serve me in the way that aligns with my outlook on life now. 
Yeah. Like it's not, if it's not serving me in the way that I think aligns with my goals, then it's like, okay, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to. Is that what led to you skydiving? Oh, <laughs> we should talk about how you would skydive. Do you think you would have, have ever been able to do that when you were like over 300 pounds? No, Mm-mm. because well, first the weight limit is 240. Oh. So yeah, there's a weight limit for that. So this is another thing. Um, one of my um, college friends, she, uh, I told her about how I was going to be like skydiving and stuff. And she's like, so are you like a risk seeker or something like that? Yeah. Like, a, and yeah. I told her adrenaline junkie. <laughs> yeah. I told her, I was like, you know, now that I'm like reflecting it because if, uh, oh my goodness. Okay. Now that I'm like reflecting on my choices, when I was heavier, 340 pounds, mm-hmm. I would not do anything. Mm-hmm. And it's not that like I wasn't able to, well, I wasn't able to, but I didn't want to either. Mm-hmm. And now that I've lost weight and at a better mental mental state or whatever, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, let's go do these fun things. Like skydive. Yeah, I want to do that. And then mm-hmm. after doing after doing that, I'm like, okay, next up, we're going to bungee jump is what... <laughs> Yeah, but even like like traveling has to be so much easier being 200 pounds as opposed to 340 pounds. So when I went to California, I was 19 and I went to California. I was on the plane and the thing that went through my head was, oh my gosh, am I going to fit in the seat? Mm -hmm. Is the seatbelt going to click or whatever? And it almost didn't Mm -hmm. actually. Um. And then the next year I was still like living my same life and I was like, you know what? I'm going to drive this time. Mm-hmm. And that was like, and old, like ultimately the drive was, I mean, the, the drive's great. Like I wanted to see all those things and go through all those states or whatever. But the ultimate like reason for driving that year was because Being I was Being afraid like, of an airplane yeah, seat. I, uh, airplane seat. Yeah. And now I, uh, well, I went to Vegas and like that, that thought didn't even cross my mind mm-hmm. in March anyway. Like I was like, well, I fit in the seat when I was 340 pounds. So I know I'm going to fit in the seat <laughs> when I'm 205 pounds. Like, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so do you, so you just feel like your weight is just not holding you back anymore? Yeah. There's maybe a few things. Like, uh, like a pull-ups. Pull <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I put on my Instagram story, I was like, you guys try pulling down 200 pounds. It's difficult. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. But I don't, I mean. But it doesn't hold me back from a like whole lot anything. of other things that, yeah. I, that it would have. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You were just doing a workout the other day that it was like those three minute AMRAPs and you had to do burpees over the dumbbell. Oh yeah. And you were just burpee jump, burpee jump, mm-hmm. burpee jump over the dumbbell. Yeah. That's crazy because I I definitely did I don't know when the jumping turning- in general was a thing. I think that yeah. it's came gradual for you. Yeah. The jumping. I think okay. that's been more gradual. Because I just noticed it recently. I'm like, man, I'm I'm jumping. You don't think I'm about jump- it anymore. Yeah. It huh. used to be like, mm. I don't think I can jump that high. Yeah. I can jump, but it's got to be now I on remember the slower. It started, I started 25 pound plate is what yeah. I jumped on. When everyone else was doing box jumps, jumping so high, and I was on a 25 pound plate, and I was like, 
man, I, I look real stupid. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't look stupid, but, um, but, but yeah. So now you're doing those. Did you do those, those squat jumps on a plate? Those a, yeah, jumps? a jumps like those, um, you've been doing box jumps, burpees over the bar. Like, well, and I do the, the burpee, burpee box jumps. Yeah. Burpee yeah. box jumps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now I think it came gradual. It came gradually that we just, it's, I think it's kind of with the running too, like the running and jumping and the Uh burpees kind of all go together to where you just been slowly getting better at those over time. Not only as you get fitter, I I still am not good at them. I mean, like I can do them, but like, you are, okay, thanks. (laughs) You are, you did a hundred, you did that also that workout, a hundred bar facing burpees for time. Oh yeah. Yeah. You did that too. Yeah. Oh, and the 500, the 500. You did the 500 burpees. Yeah. I got that in 50 minutes. It, it was like a hundred each 10 minutes. Yeah. I was, I was happy with that. Yeah. I mean, that's like people that are not 200 pounds still can't do it. So it's mm. like, I mean, it's not really like the weight anymore. You're just in no. good shape and you're able to, I mean, there are people who, like, like I was saying earlier, it's not really about your weight anymore because there are people that are just straight up way less, but they're not in any sort of shape. They couldn't do it. They couldn't do it, you know? So, um, it's not really about the weight anymore. Like, uh, -uh. and I think that was another like shift through my spring semester was like part of why I didn't really care that much Mm -hmm. was because I was like, okay, I've lost, I've lost quite a bit of weight. So I'm just focused on getting stronger and just like getting to the gym opposed to having an actual weight loss. Worried about like a weight loss too. Yeah. Yeah. And at some point you're going to have to kind of cap out on the weight loss too. Like, yeah, you can't just be constantly losing weight all the time. I do Mm -hmm. think that it's kind of, you know, just for your mental health too. Like for someone, um, I listened to a podcast a while ago and, uh, if I ever think of it, I'll let you know, but it was this, the same kind of a deal. A guy had lost like 200 pounds or something Uh like that. And it took him, maybe it was more than that, but he was like talking about his like 10 year journey with it Yeah, about how many times he had to like maintain for a long time before he could Uh start losing weight again. And how many times he like went backwards and forwards and backwards and forwards. And then, you know, so it took him all these years to not only like get down, be able to like get down to a weight and maintain and maintain that weight. It had been like his like 10 year journey of this. Mm -hmm. So I'm not saying it's going to take you 10 years, but it is a journey always. Right. Because, Uh um, you like 10 years from now, you're still going to have lived whatever you were, you are still going to have lived through that weight loss. And so now it's going to be more about, maintaining your lifestyle you know what i'm mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah. and you're probably gonna have ups and downs just like everybody does mm-hmm. and so like it's not like an end goal it's not like oh i get down to my end goal yeah whatever that is and then i'm just gonna stay there forever and my life is gonna be great <laughs> it's like it's not that's not really that's how not it goes yeah you have to take everything into consideration you know you're gonna have a lot better tools and a lot healthier lifestyle to work with yeah so um, I don't know what it would take for you to like gain all the weight back, but <laughs> yeah, I don't see it ever happening probably for, <laughs> I mean, I hope not, but yeah. I mean, I don't know. Anything can happen really. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's a really good sign that you've been sort of just like with the mentality that like, this is going to be time. 
Uh-huh. I just don't feel like you've ever really like been in a rush to do anything. Do you feel like you've been in a rush? No. Well, when I did, when I went to Colorado and we had gone zip lining, the weight limit on it was 250. And like the week before we went, I was weighing like 252, 253. So like the drive there, I was like telling my friends, I was like, okay, I, I can't eat, can't eat that much. They're going to check my weight. And I want, I already bought the ticket. So like, I want to make sure I can do this. Mm-hmm. So that I was very like kind of like right on the cusp of yeah yeah uh-huh yeah but uh, it was fine yeah <laughs> so do they weigh you yeah they act they actually weigh you and oh, make sure that you're under the weight limit because I mean the, you're on like a harness thing yeah, yeah. I mean mm-hmm. for their liability I'm sure yeah I just wonder what that feels I mean I don't I don't know but what does it feel like to be a person anxious about that you know you just probably wouldn't go ziplining probably right. yeah Someone... I mean they would turn you down basically mm-hmm. and I mean it's an expensive ticket it's not I don't know if you would get your money back or not no either. I doubt it probably not. <laughs> but yeah I mean it's difficult I guess mm-hmm. yeah so just <laughs> I don't really know how to explain it because it unless you've like experience I don't know what do you think keeps people from so what if you hadn't have you ever thought about where you would be if you hadn't made the decision to like change like what do you think keeps people from being able to I think they get comfortable like I mean if you're comfortable with what life you're living then go what if you're not really comfortable but you also don't feel like do you think that they have some sort of motivation yeah, Probably. but do they feel like it's just impossible or they're too far gone maybe? Like, oh, yeah. They probably like, have you ever that, had like, that feeling like when you were heavier? Like, why should I even do anything? It's not like I have so far to go. I just am not even going to start it or like, oh, I, I don't know. Mm, yeah, I think there was a point when, I mean, I was talking with someone and we were kind of in the same boat. They were like, well, if I lost all this weight, what would I do with all the skin? Like what's the what's the skin gonna do? So why would I lose all the weight if I'm just gonna look all ugly with mm-hmm. loose skin? And I mean, then I also I mean I told her I was like, well, that's kind of right. What why am I doing this? What what's the point? But I mean, I got over that. So it's like I don't I don't know. I, I it saw was a, a lady thought for like a second. And I then, saw a lady on TikTok because um, I think a lot of people have that fear. If they lose uh-huh. a lot of weight, they're going to have a lot of loose skin. And then what yeah. are they going to do with it? And um, her advice to was to not let the loose skin stop you uh-huh. because the way that you're going to feel and be able to move and the things you're going to be able to do so much better is worth it yeah. is worth the loose skin because uh-huh. it's either filled with fat or it's loose skin. It's not yeah. like you, it's not like you just don't have either one. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I have to pause this again really quick. Okay. So like as far as the loose skin stuff goes, it's not really something that is holding you back. Not no. really something you're worried about. The, um, extent of it I mean I'm not just gonna like wear certain clothes but I'm also gonna be comfortable in what I want to wear so mm-hmm. um I have quite a bit loose skin in my stomach area majority but uh the one that like that really gets on me which my stomach it doesn't bug me but the one that gets me is my thigh 
mm. like inner thigh and that I'm like, seriously, can that just like go away? Yeah. <laughs> I just wish it would go away, but no loose skin, like removal or anything like that is not, it's not something I'm looking into at the moment. Yeah. So you're just still basically on your journey to continue to like be healthy. Mm-hmm. And one last thing I kind of want to talk about is, um, I think it's one thing to lose the weight and you don't have to exercise to lose mm-hmm. 138 pounds. Mm-hmm. It's literally all nutrition, mm-hmm. right? You do the exercise stuff because you like it because oh, it's yeah. fun, uh-huh. right? I like to get a good sweat going. Yeah. And well, and I don't think I did before. Like I, I probably didn't before just because I mean, I was heavier and I, like would get tired and just like, I don't know. Like moving what, was harder in general. Yeah. So. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. But now I'm like, yeah, let's go. I want to get a sweat going. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you think that that sucks that weight loss is and just basically how your body looks in general is nutrition? That it sucks? Yeah. Do you think that that sucks? <laughs> oh, um, I mean, maybe. I think that that sucks because the exercise is the fun part and the easy part, the part that you can just come to the gym for one hour a day Uh and exercise and have fun. The fact that that doesn't just give you the body that you want is like, that's stupid. Yeah. Yeah. I guess I agree. Although it helps with muscles. Yeah. So having muscles. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) exercising and doing the style of like working out that we do as long, but you have to support that with nutrition. Yeah. If you're not mm-hmm. eating the protein, you won't get the muscle definition because right. your muscles won't grow. Uh-huh. <laughs> you can get stronger still, but it's going to be a lot longer path and you're not going to get that sculpted body composition that you're looking for without right. that nutrition and the weightlifting. Yeah. So I guess I've never really thought about it like that yeah. actually, but yeah, that does kind of suck because I mean the, the easy thing is coming like to the, well, coming to the gym isn't necessarily easy, but getting here doing, yeah, that's well, the easy your, part. Your exercise and is then, just the one hour. Yeah. The nutrition thing, the nutrition thing you have to like every single every day, every single day, 20 all day long. <laughs> it is the most, I think I said on a podcast recently, like, I wish I could just not eat sometimes. It would yeah, just make my exhausting. life. It is exhausting to decide what to uh-huh. eat constantly. I literally I think, hate it. I think I told someone one time I was like, oh, sorry. When, um, I think I told someone it was like another job. Mm-hmm. Oh, when I first started nutrition, I was talking to my mom and I was like logging food and Peyton messaging me and doing all the check-ins and stuff. I was like, I got another full-time job. <laughs> like This is so, so, so exhausting. Yeah, it was. But I mean, obviously, it's it's fine now. I just do it. Yeah, on now, habit. <laughs> but there's is that learning curve. There is yeah. that hump to get over. Uh-huh. And if it's something that you want to do, you have to be mentally prepared for the work. Yeah, you if just you're have not to put the work in anyway. Like, if you're not mentally prepared for the work, then you're not gonna have. You're not gonna be successful. Uh huh. If you think it's gonna be easy, or if you think, oh, all I have to do is just change up my entire lifestyle <laughs> then it's just, gonna it's be hard like it happens overnight yeah. like you can't just change it but I think that's yeah. why a lot of people can't stick with it is because uh-huh. it takes so long or and because you have to in the first place because you have to like work yeah. hard at it you know mm-hmm. I think you you can work less hard at it if you're willing for it to take longer yeah 
Yeah. What what you put in is what you get out. Yeah. Like, so if you don't want to work hard at it because that seems daunting to you, mm-hmm. that's fine. I don't want to discourage anyone from getting started. I just want you to know it's going to take you longer, yeah. which is also fine. So, yeah. but you, what you can't journey. be is a person who wants the results fast, but doesn't want to work doesn't hard. Doesn't want to put the work <laughs> in for it. So if you want your results fast, you have to work hard. Mm-hmm. But if you can't work hard for whatever reason, that's totally fine. This is going to take longer. Yeah. So well, you just need to be okay like, with it being they have slow. to be okay with it. Yeah. <laughs> Some people are even like not okay with it and then they complain and then it's like, okay, if you, if you call them out on it, then they're like, well, you don't have to say that. I'm like, okay, well, facts are facts. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's actually, I think it's better to kind of come at it like just with reality, Uh right? Like reality. If you're like, I do want to be healthier, Mm -hmm. but I don't care if it takes me two years then Mm -hmm. that's cool. Like you're going to get there slow and steady, slow and steady. Just learn, (laughs) learn it over time. Like that's going to be completely fine. And that's honestly, I think the best way to do it anyways, just because anytime you think you're going to make a big change, it's going to be, it's going to be really hard. Well, it's going to take a while if you want it to stick. Yeah. Yeah. It's just going to be really hard. Mm -hmm. And so, um, you just have to be mentally like prepared for that. And I think it's easier for a lot of people. Like you said, when you first started, you didn't just make a total 180. You first Mm-mm. started with the habits. Like Peyton mm-hmm. started you with just on habits, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. Like Peyton starts people out or she used to start people out with just um, adding things in usually. Yeah. Making sure you get more veggies in. More that, protein. That's like volumized. Yeah. Anyway. And you just kind of like ramp it up kind of over uh-huh. time. So yeah. when did you even start? like worrying about like macros, like how many months? Um, it, probably a couple of months after I started training, after I started the CrossFit classes. So I don't know, maybe, uh, um, like four or five months, like something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Three. Cause you do three started with three with her and then a couple months after that. Yeah. Probably like five or six. Yeah. Like five, five or six, six months, months in like, mm-hmm. so your first like six months, you're basically just focusing on slowly trying to like switch over the foods that yeah. you were eating from, um, your macaroni and cheese pizza. Right. <laughs> yeah. To, like chicken and vegetables. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Like it took, it takes a while to be able to kind of make yeah. that switch. Well, mm-hmm. and one thing, <laughs> Macaroni and cheese pizza. I love that pizza. I don't know why. Do you still love it? Have you had it recently? Well, see, and that's the thing. Now that like certain things that I haven't eaten very much now, and if I do eat them, it's like, ooh, man, I could really just have one piece and that'd be fine. Yeah. So I sometimes think like, oh, I really want to have that. I haven't uh eaten it in so long. Yeah. And then then I'll eat it. it, And it's like, this tastes gross. mm -hmm. Yeah. You or can taste not what you remember. Yeah. Like, yeah. So I am a sweets person and I do have a sweet tooth and mm-hmm. I do like to eat chocolate and yeah. things like that. <laughs> but I have found that I only like it from certain sources. If I think about getting like an oatmeal cream pie or something like mm-hmm. that, it's really weird because you can kind of taste the like artificialness. Artificial. Yeah. And it doesn't really like it hit me the same way, mm-hmm. you know? So. Yeah. I don't even care about that kind of stuff anymore, but yeah. I still do. I still do like, I still do like some chocolate. <laughs> yeah. I have recently, well, I 
like sweets. peanut butter cups. I still like those. Oh yeah, those are so <laughs> good. I love like chocolate peanut butter. Yes, yeah, me too. That's how I make my protein shakes. It's a chocolate, chocolate peanut, peanut butter. butter. Yeah, I get the premier one, the premier protein chocolate peanut butter. Oh, one. the I, I used to when we used to have progenics, I would get the chocolate peanut butter, and mm-hmm. that was the most popular kind that yeah. everybody liked to have uh-huh. but over time it gave me bad like gurgle guts and I was like man I can't oh. have this anymore but now I just do I like the UR protein that we sell here um and I just add PB2 powder yeah and the PB2 Ooh, powder. I should do that yeah the PB2 powder makes it super super yummy then I don't have to buy the premiere because it's expensive is it yeah so are quest chips that was another thing that I do not like those you don't any like of quest the quest chips? food I've See, tried the quest cookies the quest chips Anything that's like says it's like a protein infused, highly processed food, uh-huh. I end up not really liking it. I, me and Kyle were on a Lenny and Larry's cookie, like, yeah, little jaunt for a while. What's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. <laughs> and I, it, the same thing happened to me. I was oh, like, really? I just can't eat these anymore. Like, <laughs> at first, it's like, yes, a protein cookie. Uh-huh. But then you realize that, like, it's not really sitting well. It doesn't really taste that good. And so initially, you're like telling yourself, oh, I'm eating a cookie and like, this is going to be yeah. awesome. And mm-hmm. so I've kind of gotten away from that sort of stuff. But do you still have stuff you like like that? Oh, yeah. Oh. The I try, well, I get the quest peanut butter cups oh i haven't tried those and they're they're not that great but i i eat those now instead of races Uh and so now i think that they're great right but if when you first initially have them you're like what is this yeah (laughs) i used to also like those um perfect bars they have really high and high fat though they're Uh like 20 grams of fat same thing there after i ate them for like a few times i was like you know i actually really just don't like these (laughs) So it do, it is kind of hard. I do like the barbells bars that we have, but oh, they love. have a little bit of a they have a little bit of a weird. Some of them like have a little bit of a weird flavor mm-hmm. too. But they are very chocolatey, and yeah. some of them have caramel, and uh-huh. that's like mm, this is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> caramel cashew. That's my go-to. Yeah. yeah, I don't know which ones we have right now. Paint and put them in the fridge. It looks like because they were yeah. getting melty. Uh huh. Well, that blue one, the blue Chef's one kiss. tasted like coconut. It. I didn't like it. Which is weird because I do like coconut usually, but it had like a weird... I thought it tasted like a Twix bar. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Man, yeah. that's weird that we have such a different... Um, the... Twix bars are another thing that I used to love. And yeah. if I eat them now, I'm like, what is what? the hype? Yeah. A Kit, that's what Kit Kats. I'd rather have I a Snickers. Kit, Kit Kats. I like Snickers though. Mm-hmm. The, but the one... I also get Quest, the chips... So how I started with eating them, they're, they have more protein in them. And that's how, that's one of the things that like I get get, high protein in. So how I started eating them though, was I would use them like in stuff. So the, there's a taco flavor. I would have walking tacos. Oh yeah. Um, and then there's like the ranch or I think there, I think it's the ranch or the, chile lime ones i would put them in taco salad make like a taco salad yeah yeah but now i eat them by the like out the of bag, the bag and they're fine for like I think lunch. my favorite is barbecue by itself oh yeah yeah so you have like lunch it would be like your little side uh-huh. snack or yeah. something like that yeah are they expensive they are expensive oh okay. very much i think i bought four bags from target and it was like 45 dollars. oh my gosh yeah Four, four bags. It was the four pack in a bag. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a, like a, yeah. So Not was, for just one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it was, it was crazy expensive. Yeah. But. So do you, is that like a staple then since it's so expensive? Um, well, no, I don't get up to Target very often, mm. but they do have them at Walmart. And sometimes I would like grab a couple. It's kind of like the Fairlife, um, the chocolate, the, I get the chocolate milk Fairlife. Yeah. But I get the 40 gram of protein one, not the, 26 yeah. or something um so like if i'm just in the store and i'm hungry i think i went grocery shopping the other day with my mom actually and i hadn't eaten yet and it was after the gym i just grabbed one of those and started drinking it because i was like i i need food mm-hmm. yeah that's another that's another thing that something my family they don't not that they don't understand or they don't know is that i literally eat all day long mm-hmm. and it's because of like the training that we do here yeah. too. Um, they think you're eating like salads with no dressing. And right. Yeah. Plain they, chicken breast. Yeah. No, yeah. but I, I literally eat. Well, and, they think you're eating like a thousand calories a day. Yeah. They th- maybe I only eat like once, but no, I literally, I snack, I eat all day long. Yep. I know. It's always, it's always around the nutrition. I've been uh-huh. telling Isabel that she's been getting up early lifting. And then I'm like, okay, when you get done with lifting, make sure you, you have your protein it. shake yeah. uh-huh. and then you need to eat your breakfast because then she has to go on to the next thing. Uh-huh. And then she's been doing cross country at night. And I was oh. like, you should split up your dinner. You should eat a little bit of your food at like six because uh-huh. she runs at seven 45. Because then and when then you get home after. at 845, you mm-hmm. can just have a smaller snack because now she's wanting to like go to bed because she gets up to lift at 630. Yeah. So it's like the schedule that she has is not amazing, but it's also the way that it is because like you're not going to run when it's like hot out. So they uh-huh. run like at night late. Yeah. But it kind of messes up your like sleep and food schedule a little right. bit. And so. The few times that she would like skip dinner altogether because she didn't eat before she went to run. And then mm-hmm. when you get done with that, you're like, well, I don't want to well, eat right away. Eat and then yeah. now I got to go to bed. And I'm just like, listen, if, if you want to grow your muscles and get stronger and get faster, you, you eat have it. to yeah. eat. You can't skip meals. And mm-hmm. that is unfortunate. Yeah. But if you're skipping <laughs> meals, you're not going to get there either. Right. You're not going to get there. You can't skip you can't skip your meals. No. And so I know that a lot of people are doing that, mm-hmm. skipping their meals and then wondering why they're not getting, yeah, you know, or like the, the fasting, like some that, I mean, it can be like, it can be beneficial, but also at the same time, eat when you're hungry, you know? Yeah. The fasting thing's kind of a different scenario. You can definitely do that wrong to where uh-huh. like, Oh, you're just skipping breakfast. You're not yeah. really like doing the fasting thing. Right. right. Because people that are doing the fasting thing correctly are still getting their nutrition, uh-huh. all of it. They're just getting it in a shorter window of time. Yeah. So they are eating a lot more when they do eat rather than fasting is not literally just skipping breakfast. Yeah. <laughs> it's not. You know right. what I mean? So, um, so yeah, I just am like telling her that you really have to support it with your nutrition. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of people that come to this gym here are here for the exercise and they probably eat relatively healthy Yeah, and they just don't care that much. Uh-huh. And that's totally fine. Yeah. That's... You don't have to care that much. Right. I'd say as long as you're doing relatively well with it, which, you know, is basically mm-hmm. if you're doing anything close to like eating vegetables and getting remotely close to your protein and, and just eating more whole foods in general, Uh you're 
you're doing like well enough for your like health. Yeah. You know, I want to do an episode with Kyle. I'm going to try to get him in here in the next couple of weeks. And I do kind of want to talk about the spectrum yeah. that is health and nutrition and, and fitness. And like CrossFit kind of has this, um, this whole like thing where if you Google anything about CrossFit, it always shows all these muscly people with like yeah. six packs and, and things like that. But the actual, in the actual CrossFit gyms, it's just full of like regular people mm-hmm. that aren't going to put in the work and the time and effort to like look like that. Yeah. And I feel like it makes a lot of people think that they're like failing or something or making it like, oh, well, if I don't have that six pack, then like I'm not a real CrossFitter or like, why am I even doing this? Mm-hmm. And so I just kind of want to like talk about that uh-huh. because there's a big difference between like, like sport and then like doing it the for like function. general yeah, yeah. <laughs> doing it for like general health and fitness and like in and, and the reason why you've chosen to do crossfit is because it's fun and it keeps you engaged not because you care if you look like tia claire to me you know what i mean yeah. like i'm just talking about like women and a lot uh-huh. of women are actually even don't come to crossfit because they don't want to look like that they're like i don't want these big shoulder muscles and i don't want to look like that i just want to be quote unquote tone yeah but not realizing that being toned still requires nutrition and weightlifting (laughs) (laughs) well and uh the i think i told kyle this um i would i went to the doctor and i told her i told her that i do crossfit and she's like well you gotta be careful because that's bad for your shoulders or something like that and i'm like um I actually think that it strengthened my shoulders, but okay. And then I tell my, uh, or if I talk to some of my friends and they're like, so do you have a bar muscle up yet? And I'm like, nope. <laughs> but I mean, that's not the point of me going to the gym. So <laughs> yeah, I mean, why would they pick out like one of the few things that you can't do? I don't know. And it's- then like put that to you. Yeah. Well, and when um, you're over here, like snatching 150 pounds and that's a huge thing in and of itself. Like there are not very many women who can do that. Mm -hmm. There's not, there's not, there's not very many women or people, even men walking around, they can't do it because a regular person is not doing that type of training. Right. But that's like an actual skill that is difficult. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that, uh, Oh, I just went blank. Okay. That's okay. I do that all the time. I'd be like, what was I talking about again? Yeah. You'll think of it. Okay. But anyway, I guess my point is like, I think that that's a shitty thing to do to be like, well, why can't you have bar muscle Like ups? to point it out. There yeah. are some people that come to this gym who have body types where bar muscle ups come before 150 pound snatch, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah. like, oh, you're awesome because you can do bar muscle ups. Well, how much can you deadlift? And yeah. they're like, um the body weight barely, you know what I mean? (laughs) And then you're over here deadlifting like double body weight. And so it's just like, I don't know. I don't really like to make that sort of comparison. Yeah. Well, and I don't really, I sometimes compare myself to like people, if they, like if we're similar in weight or, uh, for lifting anyway, but like ultimately I, I don't care. I'm going to do what I, what feels best for me. You do what feels best for you. Like, and that's just how it is. Like, yeah, I'm not, trying to compete or I'm not trying to like, 
uh, bring others down at all either. Mm-hmm. It's just, okay. I was feeling, I was feeling super good this day. So mm-hmm. I lifted heavy Yeah, and that's like what happened today. I don't know what was going on today. <laughs> I last week squat cleans 185, no problem. But today 165, I couldn't even get it. Mm-hmm. Like what? Yeah. I have no idea. So it, it just, it's you're different. starting to be around long enough mm-hmm. that you're not always progressing and doing better and getting PRs. You're starting Uh to kind of realize that, um, it, you're starting to like level out a little bit on some of that stuff Uh to where you're going to start experience with the rest of us who have been around a long time experience, (laughs) which is ups and downs in our weightlifting and Uh how we feel (laughs) and how other things in your life affect that sort of stuff and how you can't measure, you can't be always measuring your progress by that exact number either. Uh You know, I measure my progress over my consistency over time, not necessarily my weights because as I get older and, you know, different like phases of your life, you're going to care more about certain things than others. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I can do bar muscle ups, but I haven't done one in a long time. Cause I just don't want to, I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to, uh-huh. <laughs> I've just been doing easier stuff. Cause like, that's just what I feel like doing. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Well, and it's not like it's bringing you down at all either. Like, um, it might bring me down a little bit sometimes a little bit. Yeah. Cause sometimes, you know, you can think back to like when I was doing stuff like that and I was in better shape and I was, doing that sort of stuff. Um, I can think oh, like, I meant, like when it's taking something, away from your, progress. Oh yeah. Well, like, I just be, I just mean like when it's something you used to be able to do and you uh-huh. can't, do, can't anymore, do it anymore or you don't yeah. do it anymore, it can sometimes kind of get you down a little uh-huh. bit, but I just have to like come back to like reality of like, but wait a minute, I'm doing this yeah. because I just want to maintain fitness and I'm already like, I've already been there, done that. I yeah. don't need to keep doing it. If I want to keep doing it, well, then I need to change some things that I'm uh-huh. doing. I need to train more. I need to focus more on my nutrition. I need to do some other things yeah. to be able to do it. And so right now it's just not as important to me. Well, and it's whatever you prioritize. Yeah. So I talked about this before someone had asked me, they're like, how do you, how do you make time for the gym? And I was like, it's literally my priorities. I, schedule my I'm a schedule type person yeah but I schedule my day based on what time I can come to the gym like that's literally the first thing that I think about in the mm-hmm. morning I'm like okay I'm gonna go at 8 30 okay then I can do this this and this after or it's like okay if I have an eight o'clock appointment then it's like okay then I'll go at noon and I'll do this beforehand and then do this after it's a whole thing like it's literally my number one priority yeah, is and the then, gym. And then if you're like your day's full, you're like, well, I'm going to 515. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. And that was another, another conversation that I've had before is like what you care about, like what things you care more about than other things. I think my Nana, she was, bless her heart. She <laughs> was, she was talking to me and she's like, Chloe, you're doing so great. You're doing all of these things. And I told her, I was like, okay, but I don't want to do them anymore. Like it was the middle of spring semester and she was telling me, um, she was telling me how good I was doing, which is fine. I understand whatever. Yes, I, I did good, but at the same time it was wearing me down too. So I looked her like dead in the face and I was like, I just don't want to do it in this, is it worth it? Like, am, is this like school? I was talking about school. Yeah. I was like, it, 
do I really want to be pushing this hard? Do I really need to work this hard to accomplish what I'm going to school for? And it was, I guess I'm bringing up what we talked about already, but it's it's just what I cared about in the moment was not school. I don't know. (laughs) So like, okay, maybe at some point you were like, I'm really interested in making sure I get like straight A's. Mm -hmm. And then you have a tough semester to where you're like, okay, how important are straight A's? Like, can I get B's this semester? And that'll be good enough for me because if I try to get A's, I'm Uh actually going to go insane. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And so you're like, is it worth my sanity. Right. And in the end, you're like, no, no, it's not. Why Uh am I doing this to myself? Why am I doing this to myself? Well, and I don't think a lot of people see that from me either. I think I like either I put on a face or I, I don't know. I just, I think a lot of my mental state or thoughts anyway, don't aren't vocalized. I don't vocalize them. Yeah. So I don't think like, I don't think a lot of people knew that this last like spring semester, I was really drained Mm -hmm. and didn't have energy for Mm -hmm. anything. Yeah. (laughs) So I do the same thing. You just, you put your, you hold yourself like to this high standard. You think Uh you're this capable person and you are. And so you're holding yourself to this high standard and you tell yourself that you're capable. So mm-hmm. you just do everything you, do you can possibly do. Yeah. And then it starts kind of like wearing you down. And then you like need to come to those hard decisions of like, mm-hmm. is it worth it for me to like continue to kill myself for this? Yeah. You know, I left grad school early because of that, mm-hmm. you know, and, and so I'm, I'm not like, I had come from this mentality of like, well, I'm not a quitter. It's like yeah. some things you need to quit saying you're not a quitter Knowing across the board is stupid. Yeah. Because yeah, some things you do need, you need to quit them. You need uh-huh. to quit it. Like there might be a workout you're doing that you need to quit in the middle. Like yeah. you need to quit. Mm-hmm. There might be a job you're doing. There might be like, yeah, this is what Kyle and I were talking about when I was referencing that earlier. Like you might need to quit a relationship. You might yeah. need to quit a job. You might need to quit something if move it's not serving you and move on yeah. and not just be like, well, this is what I'm doing. So I just need to like keep doing it. And it's just like, you need to be able to reflect and adapt on things uh-huh. and make changes that are necessary. And that was just a, that was a big lesson that I had learned. And I was pretty young, like early twenties where yeah. I was like, you know, I'm just going to have to be okay with quitting. And, you know, I had a friend who was going on to like get her PhD and she told me straight to my face yeah. that if I quit with like with my master's that I was like, if I, if I just got my master's, I was quitting. She told me that. Really? Mm-hmm. Well, she sat kind of up on her high horse a little bit of like, and yeah, I'm not going to be doing that. Uh-huh. Like, I'm not going to give up on myself. I'm getting this PhD. Like, okay, that you fine. do you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just telling you that that's not what I'm going to do. Uh-huh. And I, I came to terms with it and then was okay with it. Yeah. You know, but like, I just remember for her to like say that to me, I was just like, well, in the audacity I'm not for you, someone dude. to say that, like, <laughs> yeah excuse you this is not your life yeah <laughs> live yeah. your life I'll live mine but Thanks. it's just it was like the judgment you know yeah. what I mean of like uh-huh. just looking down on me because I didn't make the same decision as her you know yeah like I was just like oh man <laughs> that's that was kind of harsh and it, it was mm-hmm. hard to be in that environment and 
plan and be like being done. You uh-huh. know what I mean? It yeah. was, but I just knew like the path ahead of me just wasn't, it was going to be so bumpy. Yeah. And it was just going to ruin my life and it wasn't going to be worth it because I didn't have these lofty goals. Like I didn't even have plans on what I was going to do with any of these degrees. Well, and that's, that's scary too. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, like, why would I keep going? I don't even uh-huh. have a plan for this. And, um, you know, now I like farm and teach fitness. Like what do I need a <laughs> PhD for? Yeah. Uh huh. You don't need a PhD for that. No, I didn't need any schooling for any of it. I wish I would have saved my tens of thousands of dollars. You know what I'm saying? Uh (laughs) Like that hindsight, you know, it sucks. Mm -hmm. Are you going to love teaching? Do you think? Oh yeah. I love teaching. I love kids. And those three weeks that I was with those, like I genuinely, when are you going to be done? We have, we're going to finish this up in 60 seconds. Okay. I will graduate in spring 2023. So one year left. So you have one more year to go. I'm in a class right now, but the rest of the summer after this one class, I'll have the rest of the summer, but then I'll have fall and spring. That's it. And then do you student teach or is your student teaching? Student teaching is in spring. Okay. So you're done with your classes. Uh-huh. in December and then you're going to do your student teaching. Yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, it was super awesome to talk to you. I feel like this topic could just like go on forever Yeah. and you know, I'm kind of long winded anyways. So yeah. Anyways, um, I hope you guys enjoy and we'll see you in the gym. See ya.